Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous uh, Friday morning. And I uh, hope everybody is doing well. And I hope this is going out because it is showing me that I'm having some internet connection issues. So hopefully this is going out and you all can hear and see me okay. And uh, uh, let's see here. It looks like it's going out now. So say a little prayer we can get this done before it shuts back down again. I don't know what's going on. I like technology, but yeah, there's times when I just like to take a shotgun to it. You know, It is a pain in the backside sometimes trying to get this stuff to work like it's supposed to. And it's very frustrating. But anyway, it's a, it's a great morning and uh, it's going to be a beautiful day today. And so let's see who all we got watching this morning here. We got Miss Sonia Powell, Tracy Little, Michelle Fox Harris, the myth, the legend that is Miss Mousy, Jerry Keller, Brandy Boyd Young, Darlene Barker, Jennifer Honeycutt, and uh, so glad all you wonderful sweet people could tune in and watch this morning so we can get our day started in the right direction. All right, my friends, at this time, let's do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise God, what a great country we live in indeed. You know, I always do a little political rant slash commentary each morning before we get started into our uh, devotion time. And uh, I tell you guys, it's just when you think the world hasn't gotten any more crazy, it never fails to disappoint. It's, it's almost like the world is like, uh, oh, you think that's bad? Here, hold my beer. I can show you how much worse it can be. Uh, you know, uh, of course, a lot of people sent me the article about uh, up in Kentucky where these boys were uh, dressed uh, provocatively and uh, doing lap dances for the teachers and uh, the girls wearing Hooters outfits and uh, just... You know, I, even if it was supposed to have been funny uh, or innocent on any level, I don't see how anybody in their right mind would have seen that and be like, yeah, let's do that. That would be hilarious. Don't get it. If that's my kid in that, I'd have been coming down on somebody hard. And I don't know uh, what the, the thinking was behind that, but that's just repulsive and disgusting. But speaking of which, you know, it amazes me. You know, this morning on Fox News, uh, <laughs> they're, talking about, they're talking about Dave Chappelle and uh, all the transgenders are having a little hissy fit because he dared to make jokes. And, uh, and lo and behold, here they bring in Bruce Jenner. I don't call him uh, by his uh, preferred name. And I do prefer him as a man because that's what he was born as. I mean, I, the whole time I'm looking at this, this, this man who is mentally ill. I mean, he is mentally ill. And I don't see how they, they talk to him with a straight face anyway. But it is... Uh, and try to take him as serious. You know, I like to think of, you know, he used to be kind of like a man's man kind of guy. You hear he was an Olympian. Uh, he was on, uh, I remember he used to be on the, the Chips uh, TV show. And he is mentally, spiritually ill. And they can refer to this man as a her and try to take his opinion as something serious. It, it shows the, the moral standing of our country and how there is such a decline it is, we are morally, spiritually corrupt. It is horrible to see 
the depths of perversion, the humanistic, hedonistic lifestyles that uh, uh, that's being chosen. He said we're talking about how so many transgenders were committing suicide. And it's no little wonder why. They know deep down in their confusion that something is not right, something is wrong. They cannot deal with the depression and, and, and how uh, the, uh, the effects of the family when someone chooses that lifestyle. Because why? Because God has been separated from the home, separated from school, separated from the world uh, as, uh, as people would like to have it. And of course, God will never be truly separated, but you understand what I'm saying. And as a result of that, this confusion, this chaos, this uh, uh, the the ideals of humanity outside of God has been, has has saturated uh, our children's minds and thinking. So no wonder there's such a suicide rate. What would turn them from the suicide rate is to understand if you're uh, to know Jesus Christ or approach the Lord and Savior. To understand God created you and you're fearfully and wonderfully made as man or woman. And you can't say that I will I feel like a woman or I feel like a man if you're, you are a female. Because you were never a man or a female if you are from the opposite opposing gender because so how would you know how somebody feels? So it is truly a mental disorder and it is a choice to live that way regardless of what those uh, uh, in the world would, would say to the contrary. And uh, oh boy, saying the live video interrupted. Let's see if it popped back up here. I hope everybody can still hear me. I don't know. It says interrupted. I don't know what to do. Let's see here. Uh, don't know if anybody can hear me or not. Let's see here. Uh, this is so aggravating. Okay, looks like we're back up again. I'm so sorry, guys, that uh, having problems with this internet here. I keep saying interrupted. I don't know what's going on and why it's doing this. Um, so hopefully we can get. Uh, okay, Jefferson is still here. All right, good, good, good. All right, the next point I want to make real quick before we get in our devotion is the uh, unbelievable, asinine thinking of the liberal left and <laughs> the fact that. Here these people are coming into our country illegally, all right, illegally. And uh, <laughs> not only did they come in illegally, now they want to give them, get this now, $450,000 per person to reward them for their, it would be like somebody breaking into your home and then, then they want to be rewarded for the, the stress that they endured breaking into your home. That's kind of the mentality to, yeah. Well, if they got that kind of money to throw around, why don't you give every American citizen out here $450,000? Imagine how that would help these poverty-stricken areas and these children who are going without food. And it just, it is, it's insane. But that's what they want to do. They want to uh, break this economy. It goes all back to the socialist, uh, the mentality, the the communist is what they're pushing us into. They want to bankrupt the uh, uh, the economy and it all goes back to Sal Alinsky and uh, and what he said that we needed to do in order to tear down in order to rebuild and what they want they want to destroy this country and they're making every effort to do so and it's it is repulsive on every level so my friends uh, we need to vote these lunatics out of office but I'll be honest with you the way they stole the the election during the presidency 
Sometimes I wonder if we'll ever see a, a conservative back in office again. Now, I may be wrong and hope I am. So, all right, my friends, let's look at our verse of discussion this morning. Ephesians 3, 16 through 17. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love. All right. Praise God for this good word this morning. You know, there is uh, a very famous uh, painting that I'm sure that many of you have seen growing up that's usually hanging within the church. And it's usually the uh, picture of Jesus knocking at the door. Now, I've seen this, you know, of course, I grew up, obviously, in the church, my father being a pastor, and uh, I've seen this a lot of times, being hung in uh, classrooms and uh, such within the church. But, uh, you know, what the point is, is that Jesus Christ is knocking at your heart. Now, if you don't know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, uh, you know, of course, Jesus is knocking at the heart, and, and is, the salvation is open to anyone who wishes to accept him as our Lord and Savior. Of course, you know, we got into uh, to election many times. We got into predestination, uh, you know, in the fact that we are chosen. That's what makes us so special, that we are adopted into the throne. We're adopted into the kingdom of God. But when you allow Jesus into your heart, you know, I've often uh, referred to, and you may have even heard my dad refer to the fact that, uh, good morning, Karen Smith, uh, that um, when you uh, kind of look at the heart as, uh, or mind rather as a as a house with many rooms you can let Christ in but there are certain rooms within your uh, spiritual home that you don't want God in you don't want Jesus in because then that might ruin what you think is fun or might ruin an area of your life that you that you know isn't right but you're you want to keep that part away from Jesus because well you know you don't want to be convicted that you would still want to keep doing what you want to do that's not a good thing See, if somebody knocks on your door and you allow them in, of course, anybody uh, that's worth a, uh, their salt would uh, invite them in. And uh, if it's uh, particularly a friend or a family member and say, uh, come on in, have a seat, and uh, can I get you something to drink? You want to be a good host to your guest when you bring them in. Jesus Christ isn't just a guest in your heart. He is the owner of your heart. And, you know, we need to make sure that once we allow Jesus Christ into our heart, we're fully open to everything and anything to Christ Jesus, that we're giving it all to God in all areas and aspects. We can't hold one side of our, our being and, and try to hide it away from God because we want to still indulge in maybe a somewhat sinful activity and, and then try to play Christian the rest of the time. You're either all in for God or you're not. You know, in fact, when you're reading this here, they're, they're talking to the church of Laodicea and their lukewarm attitude. That's kind of something I was talking about on Wednesday evening, is the fact that there's so many Christians with that lukewarm attitude. I remember our, our word of the day on Wednesday evening, I got to tell everybody uh, typing in yay every time I put it in there uh, because of the, the, uh, the, the sound effect I had. But syncretism and, uh, and this pluralistic way of trying to incorporate other ideals from the world and religions into your Christian way of thinking, which is erroneous. You know, you can't have two opposing views to merge together. It's not going to work that way. And so we have to make sure that we are giving our all to Jesus Christ and not we're not playing footsie with the world. There's some way that there's a lot of ways that people want to um, say that they're a Christian, but yet they're still heavily involved in the world. And we can't be lukewarm. We can't ride the fence, guys. We have to be all in for Jesus Christ or you are not. 
That, that's the whole point uh, of, is that we are in a time and age in history uh, that you know the, the devil is really working overtime. He knows his time is short, and he wants to pull you down. He wants to pull you away, and he's using those enticing things of the world to do that. He wants to distract you, you know, whether it's attacks on your family, as I have never witnessed in my life with my own family since the beginning of this year. It just seems like it's been one hit after another. And uh, praise God for his protection of my wife and children. And, uh, you know, it is, uh, it's been crazy. It's been nuts because the devil wants me to give up. And I'll be honest with you, I've been close to the breaking point of saying, you know what? It's not that I want to give up being a Christian, but, you know, it's just it's so hard being a pastor sometimes and the attacks that you get. Sometimes I think, man, I just want to get on my bike and I just want to keep going and never turn back. But that's what I've said before. It doesn't matter if you change your geographical location. The devil's still going to attack. It, you know, it's not about geography. You know, it's not just because, oh, well, I'm in Tennessee. Well, I'll move to Florida or California and the devil won't attack me no more. That's not how it works. He's still going to be there to destroy. Now, remember, God is omniscient. God is omnipresent. God knows everything. God is everywhere. Satan is not. Yeah, keep that in mind that he sends out his hordes of, of demons uh, to attack us and to tear us down. So remember that the, the devil can't be every single person at all the time. He's not God, uh, although he wanted to be. That's why he's kicked out of heaven. But the fact is, my friends, we are going to have to push through that. That's why I've often commented on uh, the Odyssey with Odysseus and, and uh, those things that, uh, that in that Greek mythology that tried to distract him from his true course where he was trying to go. And I think that's exactly what the devil wants to do. We have a true course and a destination where we are headed, and he wants to pull us off that course with a siren song or the lotus leaves, whatever it takes to distract us from those things. And my friends, we have to keep the course. We have to stay the path. We have to keep pushing forward and keep our eyes focused on Jesus Christ. And we've got to be on fire for the things of God. So many people are just using this COVID thing to stay away from church. That is not a good thing. You know, it amazes me. I, I, I'm not trying to, um, uh, to uh, uh, be disparaging uh, towards those who are needing to stay home. There are those who need to due to health reasons or uh, maybe you have work-related issues. Whatever it may be, there may be true uh, reasons why you have to watch online. That's why it's there. But there are a lot of people out there who say, I can't come to church because I'm worried about COVID. But brother, I tell you what, they have no problems going to a UT game. They have no problems going to a rock concert. They don't have any problems going to Lowe's or, or Walmart. But boy, you mentioned church. Oh, I wish I could, but I'm just worried about COVID. Baloney! You're using that as an excuse because you don't want to have to come to church. You want to be lazy. You want to sit at home and watch it online. Guys, we're going to have to just, you know, there's, you know, Depression, you know, a lot of times will keep people from getting out of their homes. And I think that there is a, a spiritual oppression upon the Christian community where the devil wants to make you not get out of your home. And, you know, there's times in our, my life where my physical health, I'm just tired. And I, and I, it is, it's hard for me to, to sometimes even get up out of the bed. I mean, I just feel like every fiber of my being hurts. I mean, it's, it's almost painful. But I have to force myself to get up. And once I get up and start moving, I feel so much better and, and start, you know, getting out and doing the things I need to do. See, that's, you know, it kind of goes to that, uh, you know, what, what's in motion stays in motion. What's at rest stays at rest. Sometimes you won't have to just force yourself to do that. Why is church important? Church is important because we need to be with like-minded believers. When two or more are gathered together, God is there. And we can come together in unison and worship and, and, and 
Praise God Almighty. You need that for spiritual growth. You know, I know I've heard the people say, well, I can talk to the big man outside on my boat. Well, that's fine and good, but you need to have more reverence for God than calling the big man upstairs. He is God Almighty. We should fear, we should respect with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. And so you need, if you want at the very least have the respect to call him God, and to, if you want to try to worship him even on your own, but we've got to come together, my friends. It's important that we fill our churches. We Everybody talks about it. Holy Spirit revival. You can't have the Holy Spirit revival if you're sitting at home. We've got to get out. We've got to attend church. We've got to fill those pews. It's not a numbers game. All right? There's too many churches. It's all the word about. It's a numbers game. They'll offer everything and anything to get somebody in the in the in the church. They'll do giveaways, whatever it takes to get somebody in the church. I'm not about church numbers. What I'm about is where you're at spiritually. That's what all I'm concerned about. And if the numbers are there, great. But my thing is, it's not quantity but quality. What are you hearing? What are you learning? And in your spiritual growth, is that's what is important to me, that you know Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, and that it doesn't stop there, that you continue to grow, that you continue to learn, and that you come to know Jesus on a more intimate level every day. Jesus Christ was knocking at your at the door of your heart. You allowed him in. Now you have a responsibility as a host, as, as a child of God, because the only way you can truly immerse yourself in in knowing Jesus Christ is spending that time in prayer. Now people say, well, if Jesus, if God knows all things, then why do I need a prayer? Well, God ordained that for a reason, for to open up that line of communication, to, to talk uh, to those, his children. And, uh, as I said before, those of you who are parents, if your children walked around all day and never spoke to you, you think, man, what is their problem? You know, then so many people do that on a daily basis with God. They walk around all day and never utter a word, unless, they're getting, uh, unless they see blue lights in the rearview mirror. Oh, God, please, you know. <laughs> I, I've said that prayer many a time. Please don't let me get a ticket. <laughs> so, you know, it is, uh, that's part of one of the most heart-sinking feelings in the world, to see those lights in your mirror. You're like, oh, no. So, but, uh, but anyway, uh, but we've got to, in order to be closer to God, not only do we have to spend that time in prayer, we have to have the faith and trust in God that whatever we pray will be done according to His will. See, that's so many, that's problem so many people. When they pray, they try to bend God's will to their own instead of submitting their will to God. We have to give our all to God, trusting in Him. It's not about what we want. We may have desires and things that we are concerned about, and we give that, offer that up to God. But ultimately, we have to trust whatever the outcome is that God has our best interest at heart, if we don't understand it, because we are finite and He is infinite. We cannot know and understand why God allows certain things to happen. Just like our children may not always understand our decisions at man, and when they are requesting something, but see, we've got the experience to know, hey, if you do this, you're going to deal with this consequence. That's why sometimes we have to say no, or let me think about it, or maybe, you know. And uh, she's like my daughter. She's her and her boyfriend. She'll be turning 18 here in a few weeks. And her and her boyfriend wants to go to Pigeon Forge. The the parent inside of me says, you know, I still see her as my little girl. And uh, when she still wants to do that, I'm thinking, nay, no way. You know, but then uh, I hear this other voice, which is Brandy. <laughs> she said she's 18. You need to let her spread her wings a little bit and, and let her and him uh, go over for the day and come back. And, of course, I told her, I said, I'll let you go. But you keep in mind, there better not be nothing... Uh, uh, how can I put it? Um, 
he better act like a proper uh, young lady and he better be a proper young man because your papa may be in pigeon force and yeah, I may pop up in pigeon force so you better mind your business or there's going to be a lot of trouble because <laughs> these kids don't always understand the consequences of their actions so that's why you know I have to think about these things it's hard it's difficult but you we offer that up to God we can trust and know that he has our best interest at heart we have to have that faith a faith given to us by God not something we conjure up on our own but here's a great thing through our walk, through our difficulties, whatever we're going through, we have the Holy Spirit to guide us, to encourage us. The third person of the Trinity, the Paracletos, we have that to help us and encourage us to get us through our day-to-day -day trials and what we're having to deal with mentally, spiritually, emotionally. God is there, and only as God is there, but when Jesus Christ ascended, the Holy Spirit descended, and He came to encourage us and to help us. I know the Trinity is hard. It's difficult to understand sometimes the whole aspect of how that works. And, you know, you always have the, the different uh, illustrations on the Trinity. But I think we'll always fully understand that until we're on, uh, and until we're spending time in heaven. So, my friends, you, God is not at your, uh, hopefully, that you're watching this. Jesus Christ is not at your heart's door, and you've allowed him in. But what have you done since then? You know, there's there's so many people said, okay, I've accepted Jesus Christ in my heart, and they just go out and do whatever they want to. Or they accept Jesus Christ in their heart, and then they're like, well, now what? We have a job, we have a responsibility to continue our spiritual growth, to come to a more intimate level of knowledge and understanding of Jesus Christ. And you can only do that through proper walking with Christ each and every day. That's why I pray every day, let me walk as close with you as Enoch. If you remember, Enoch walked so closely with God that one day he just disappeared. What a wonderful thing that he can walk that closely with God. Let us have that kind of mentality to walk that close with God, to be on fire for the things of Jesus Christ, to get out there and tell others about God's love uh, that he can give to them. The world is infiltrated with so much sickness and sin and perversion and evil, as illustrated by the very beginning of this uh, devotional uh, in my political commentary we see the sickness uh, with these with people like uh, Bruce Jenner and, and so many others out there who are suffering mentally spiritually and emotionally they have been corrupted and believe the lies of the devil and my friends we have got to get out there you know it's sad to see so many have how they have uh, no longer want anything to do with Christianity no longer want anything to do with God and uh, but we've got to try to break through those barriers. Now, we can't force somebody to believe. We can't go smacking people around upside the head with the family Bible. But um, we, all we can do is plant a seed, and then we've got to go on. We can't force people to believe. But all we can do is try. And that's, all, that's an effort that many are not taking is, is trying. Invite somebody to church. Ask if they know Jesus Christ their personal Lord and Savior. Hand out uh, the, the, the track that my dad wrote, the personal Savior track, uh, or as our church has these poker chips. It's got the plan of salvation on the back. Hand those out. Or you order the four spiritual laws online and hand those out. Just trying to make an effort to show that you have something that you want the world to know and to have. So many are on their cell phones walking off into the, to the abyss, and we're allowing it to happen while we're sitting here sidetracked with something stupid. Let's make sure we're, we're, we're trying to wake a sleeping world and let them know that God sent his only son to save them. And because of that, we have been freed from the bondage of sin. We have been made right with God, and we have been rescued from the gates of hell. So many people don't realize or think about where they're headed for all of eternity. And it's time we get through those thick skulls and say, hey, listen, you better wake up. And let me tell you why. Because hell is real and heaven is real and you better make a choice today. And it's so sad that so many don't want to hear that and reject that. Believe that there's a God. Don't believe in heaven or hell that this is all there is. 
how sad that will be when they're uh, uh, no longer able to walk on this earth and have spent an eternity in hell. So, um, my friends, let's get excited. Let's get on fire. Let's give her all to Jesus Christ. Let us have a prayer, have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us each and every day to serve you well in a mighty way. Have us be on fire for you. Let's be excited for the things of God. Let's get out there and be a witness and a minister. Let us allow Jesus Christ to infiltrate every room of our heart. And uh, Lord, let us be filled completely with the Spirit. And Lord, if there's anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you, we love you, we praise you. And Lord, we pray that you will be with um, our country and its leaders. I pray that you will be with Kim Penix and Ginger Hood. And Lord, I pray a special prayer for Don and I, Lord, and uh, be with Larry. And uh, Lord, help them in a mighty way. Be with all my friends and family who are watching this morning. And Lord, I pray you put a holy hedge of protection about them and our children as they're going to work and school today. And Lord, uh, just let us, uh, we pray that you'll bless them mightily. And Lord, let us serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I appreciate you all for watching. I apologize for the uh, interruptions here. My internet connection, I did not uh, uh, check it before I went live. And I have my, it's hard to explain how my internet works. I have the, my main server upstairs. And then down here, I have a, a, a device that is supposed to project and extend that signal. And if it doesn't connect to the one upstairs, this one down here doesn't give enough bandwidth to make this string properly. And I forgot to check it. And so it, for some reason, it went to the uh, secondary device. And that's why I was having trouble. So anyway, don't forget, we'll be at Fat Life Bible Church, 118 Julie Lane, Sunday morning at 1045 a.m. Dr. Vic Young will be bringing the morning message. Uh, Lord willing, Sunday evening at 6 p.m. We'll be doing our online service, and we'll see where the Lord takes us. So don't forget that. And uh, don't forget tomorrow, uh, Rusty and Heaven Saints will be doing a motorcycle ride at the church at 12 p.m. And so he definitely is a very worthy cause for Second Harvest Food Bank. So be sure and, and take part of that if you can. Hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.